0: Boston Celtics say they're going to focus on themselves, which means they're not that worried about the Hawks. Let's talk about that. Shooting variance, the Hawks, if they made a couple of shots, maybe game one would have been a little bit different. And should the charge be banned? We're going to talk about it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Larry B. Corral, it's above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Raining J's, how we started, raising a is how we finish. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device, especially if you're a subscriber. Actually, only if you're a subscriber. If you're not subscribed, it doesn't go to your device. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Let me know uh, what you think in the comment section of the YouTube page where you can go and hang out and have a conversation and uh, just have some fun there. The show on YouTube is uh, a lot of fun for me. Uh, I'm John Corrales, by the way, I used to play ball once upon a time. And now I cover the Celtics for Boston sports journal, uh, today, later on the, you know, Giannis got hurt. John Morant got hurt. It's happened to Jason Tatum a couple of times where somebody went to step in and take a charge. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, there's a big, big push to say, ban the charge, which guys on the, uh, the Celtics, not so much. It's kind of an interesting phenomenon going on there. Second segment. We're going to talk about shooting variants. Can the can the Hawks change the dynamic of the game by just hitting more shots? And we'll start, though, with, I think, uh, a really funny element of the Celtics more focusing on themselves than anything. Uh, first, today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's bring in Tom Westerholm. I think I have my headphones on backwards with the left right so now now i can hear tom what because if i don't have it the other way tom everything you say goes backwards i don't know if you know that oh science yeah yeah it's oh, okay cool a complicated phenomenon there <laughs> so, uh there's a real ripping lent uh rep- recipe for lentil soup when when tom speaks backwards uh, anyway uh, let's start with the Celtics. i'm known for my lentil soups yeah. uh the celtics in practice they're asked, hey so what's the primary focus today and Joe's like, well, we're kind of focusing on ourselves as much as we're focusing on the Hawks, which Tom tells me they don't give a damn about what the Atlanta Hawks are going to do. They're not worried about, hey, they're you know they they did this not well. We want to make sure that we're handling their switches or where you know worried you, the, the way they uh, set those pick and rolls. Really worried about Capella rolling out. No, no, no. They're focusing on themselves because anything that went wrong in Game One was self-inflicted. It was basically, hey. We're the ones who screwed up. The Hawks didn't do a thing that make us concerned. So we're focusing on ourselves. I mean, this is the thing that makes losing the first
1: game that difficult for the Hawks, especially where they didn't prove anything wrong, right? Like they didn't show the Celtics anything that they could flip back on the Celtics, or they didn't show the Celtics anything where the Celtics have to make adjustments. None of that stuff happened. And now for the Hawks, they're in such a tough position Because the Celtics don't have to do any resetting. Like they can just run it back a second time, pretty much exactly the same way they did it the first time. And they can keep doing that until Atlanta makes them change, you know, change it up. Right. And and like and and that's you know, like at some point the Hawks might do that. At some point the Hawks might do some things where the Celtics are like, okay, yeah, we need to we need to do X, Y, or Z. We need to, you know, do something different so we don't give up so many offensive rebounds. We need to defend Trey Young differently, something like that could happen in the future but it hasn't yet and we're already through one game yeah and like that's that's a tough situation to be in if you're the Hawks so I mean I I took it the same way right it's just like yeah I mean we're focused on ourselves because there's just like ourselves are plenty good enough for this (laughs) series like as currently constructed we are good to go so that's that that that, I think you took it the right way man I don't think there's a lot to worry about here
0: yeah Um, and I'm trying I'm really trying, I know, man. I am too. I am really trying <laughs> oh, to find God a way. I, 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 I'm not really trying to find a way with Trey. I'm, I'm mostly just trying to find,
1: oh man, a Kungu. That guy's good.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think we're both, I got to start a list of players that I'm just like, whatever. Now, Joel Embiid is not on that list because I, I acknowledge that Joel Embiid is, is really, really good. He's mm-hmm. on a similar, maybe a, a variant of this list where I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't respect him but I acknowledge his greatness. Mm. You know, I just don't think that he, I think he's a front runner. I Mm. think when things are going bad, there's, he's not pulling out of it. When things are going great, he's MVP. Mm. Trey, I have no respect for. I just don't have, like I, I I can acknowledge the the passing and all that stuff. The same thing I said in the post game. I, I, and you know, who's coming into that, into that uh, realm. And in this, in this playoffs, who in this playoffs do you think might join that class of man, I'm done with this guy. I have no respect for this guy and his ability to lead a winning team. I really don't know who is it. Carl Anthony Towns.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I like Cat. I
0: wish that wasn't the case, but yeah. I I like him yeah. too. I think I, generally I, speaking, he's you know d- good dude and all of that stuff. But yep, man, I, like I, I like the Timberwolves. I'm, I'm from the Midwest, like uh, yeah. <laughs> Timberwolves are one of those teams that it's, it's a benign team. I could always say, yeah, I hope the Timberwolves do well, like Sacramento or maybe OKC. Teams that you're like, if they do well, hey, that's good. that's awesome. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Good for them. Good I started them. I
1: started off as a Timberwolves blogger, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of really smart Timberwolves fans out there.
0: It'd be fun, Absolutely. If there, it'd be fun for them Absolutely. to have a, a good team. They need yeah. they need Carly Anthony Towns to wake up in yeah. a very big way and step up. Um, but that's a whole other th- that's a whole other topic. Trey Young, I, have, <laughs> I I have no fear of Trey Young burning the Celtics. You know, uh, so when they say we're focusing on ourselves, that's just because you've got to rebound. You got to box out and rebound. And I think they did a good enough job there. They held the the Hawks to below their regular season percentage. the The Hawks had like the Hawks in the against against Miami got thirty nine percent of of the available rebounds, offensive rebounds. Yeah, thirty nine percent. Celtics held them to 20. I have it down there, 23 okay. or so. Like that, that was, where do I have it? It doesn't matter, but I'm going to keep looking for it anyway. Forget it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm focusing on myself, Tom. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not focusing on the other lockdown. I'm focusing walks. on these stats here. You're no, yourself. That's good. But, but all you got to do, clean up a couple of those possessions, those multiple offensive rebounding possessions, right? Yep. Clean that up. That's your own fault. Mm-hmm. Clean up the third quarter, end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter, which is completely your own fault. Um, clean up the uh, the offense, and it's it's really that that lazy offense that they have to clean up the uh, the the lazy turnovers. And Jalen had a couple of them. Maybe maybe the hand thing was part of the issue. Maybe. Uh, they made some really ridiculous, you know, passes, you know, a couple of rushed shots in the third quarter, clean that up and you'll be fine. And that's, I'm, I've struggled like hell to find anything that the Hawks did on my rewatch. I got zero. I got (laughs) nothing out of that.
1: So I mean here's some numbers hey, if on. you want them. I got I got them up here. We have uh you know the the Hawks had a 26.6 offensive rebounding percentage whereas the Celtics had 25.5. And to me that okay. actually is is kind of the, the the thing for the Hawks is that their offensive rebounding percentage has to be a lot higher than the Celtics, right? Yeah, yeah. I they think hit, the Hawks I, I I think the Hawks had 14 to the Celtics 12. That's not going to do it. Like they have to significantly beat the Celtics on the offensive glass and I know You know the Celtics on the offensive glass isn't actually related to the Hawks on the offensive glass. Like that, you know, it's not like one is taking away from the other. But I, I I still think like that advantage has to be significant just from a scoring perspective. Like, yeah, you you need that
0: to you need that to be a disparity if you're Atlanta, and it wasn't. I will say that that's a great lead into what we're going to talk about next with the shooting variants Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the Celtics, whether they crash the boards or not, Joe Mazzulla said the worst thing you can do is do nothing. And Quinn Snyder when I asked him about getting back in transition versus versus crashing the boards, said the exact same thing. The worst thing you can do is do nothing. Either you crash or you get back. You got to do one or the t- one or the other. Don't do neither because that's going to let the other team get going. And getting going is the next topic of conversation with the shooting variants and how the Celtics can allow the Hawks to get going. We'll talk about that next. First, let's talk about game time. Today's show brought to you by game time. I know that it's very easy. It's funny. Uh, Suichi Chirado of MassLive was sitting there the other day because he uh, was trying to get tickets to this self, uh, the Red Sox Angels homestand. He was refreshing, 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 trying to get tickets. Last-minute tickets to a, a sporting event or a concert. That's a thing that a lot of people do. You don't plan that out in advance all the time. Buying these tickets at the last minute can be very easy with the Game Time app. Game Time has flash deals and last-minute ticket sales. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, whether it's sports, theater, whatever show out there, if there are tickets to be sold, you can probably find it on the Game Time app. You get an image of your seat view, so you know what you're getting. In the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, it's all there. So you don't have to plan months in advance. Game Time has ticket uh, ticket deals now, right up to the day of the event. Game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 100 percent 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code locked on NBA for 20% off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem the code locked on NBA for 20 $20 off. off. Did I say percent? Because it's dollars off. $20 off with the code LOCKEDONNBA. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Tomorrow is game day, so tomorrow's podcast will be the post-game podcast. And then the next day is Howard Beck, who will join to talk about the first two games. So this is the Tuesday podcast. Wednesday podcast is post-game. Thursday podcast is Howard Beck. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Celtics. Tom, uh the defense was pretty good, but the Hawks also missed shots in game one. And there was a stretch where in the second quarter, Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter, DeJounte Murray, Sadiq Bey all miss open or wide open shots. In that span of time, the Celtics' lead grew from 14 to 25. It's conceivable that you make a couple of those shots, the lead doesn't grow to 30 at halftime. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that the Celtics don't win. In fact, it might also mean that they come out, play hard in the third quarter, build the lead to 30 at the end of the third quarter, and then coast, but regardless the halftime lead was 30 and the Hawks from the Hawks perspective, you can say, if we just made a few shots and we kept it close and it was like 10 or so, 10 to 15 come out strong in the third quarter, you got yourself a game. And from a Celtics perspective, if you're just being covering all your bases, this is something you want to prevent. You want to prevent them from getting their, their shooting touch. So I do think, and, and I asked Joe Mazula, I said yesterday on the podcast I was going to ask Joe Mazula about this, and he agreed. They got some good looks from three, um, and he said when we're not organized and disciplined on the offensive end, they're able to get out and transition. So I think a lot of that has to do with how we manage that. Third quarter, what happened? They started, getting to ma- they started making shots because the Celtics were disorganized on offense. And so I think – the Celtics, again, tying it to the, the the theme of the first segment, focus on yourself, run your good offense, and then you'll see the Hawks missing shots because I think why they miss a lot of those shots, Tom, was they were trying to answer the Celtics in a lot of ways versus just trying to run offense. And that's, that's different in that you're taking shots with the thought of got to make this so they can right. stop the run versus I'm catching, I'm shooting, you're a shooter, man. You know the difference. You know how it feels. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like, and I think you put it
1: really well, right? Like trying to answer as a shooter, that's so hard to do. That's like some, that's like something that Steph can do, right? Like that's like something, these guys who like these game breaker type shooters, they can do that. But I mean, so much, uh, if you're not one of those off the dribble, you know, killers, like, you know, if you're not a a Damian Lillard, a a Steph Curry, so much of your shot like relies on rhythm and like, it's hard to get a rhythm when you're trying to answer when you're trying to trying to get something back that's not how you create a good rhythm shot you know what i yeah. mean um and i mean i think i think you're right too this comes from like attention to detail if the celtics are attentive if they are you know focused and we talked about this after game 1 it's very understandable to lose attention to detail when you're up 30 and that's yeah. one of the reasons yeah. why i think it's almost better to be up 14 or 15 at halftime and up like 19 or 20 after the third quarter than it is to be up 30 at halftime because like, yeah, you are just going to be a little bit less focused. It's just human. So I think the Celtics definitely do need to kind of clean that stuff up. They do need to be um, a little more attentive to detail. They do need to like prevent the Hawks from getting out in transition so much. Um, and that does come from attention to detail. But I also think, yeah, if, the, if they're not up by 30, I mean, if they're up by 30 in game two as well, I mean, goodness, like, what are we even doing? <laughs> we, just, you know, we just mercy rule this thing. But um, but, you know, if, if it's a closer game, I do think like that will make a difference. Right. Like the Celtics came out and looked very locked in in the first two quarters. Like mm-hmm. they they took care of business in the first two quarters. And I, I think I, I would be curious to see. I, I think they'll be able to sustain that for a game. Um, It would probably honestly be good for them if they had to like you don't really want to go into the second round having just blown the team out four times. Like that's sure. not, you know, like the Sixers are going to like, like Sixers would be a much harder test in the second round. So um, yeah, I mean, it would be, it would probably be good for the Celtics to, to, to have to pay attention to, to have to lock in. And if that's what happens in game two, then that's, Hey, that's, that's good. Let's see. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's go Hawks. You know, what <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean? seriously, I've often said it. <laughs> I've often said, let's go Hawks. It's it is actually it's an interesting point because I always compare these types of scenarios to baseball where you face the junk ball pitcher for seven innings and then a fireballer comes in out of the bullpen and that first pitch you see might be 98 but it looks like 150 because you've seen nothing but 82 mile an hour 90 mile an hour junk and it's like all of a sudden this Fastball comes flying by, like, oh my God, was that a meteorite? What the hell was that thing? And you don't want to get punched in the face like that in the second round of the playoffs. So I actually, if I'm rooting, if you're a Celtics fan, maybe you don't want to root for a 30-point lead early. Maybe you want to root for uh Sadiq Bay to hit a few shots and keep it close so the Celtics can come out of half and be like, you know what? Nah. We're we're gonna we're gonna put an end to this right now. Uh, ultimately, it's it's like we've been saying: when you get up that big, when you know you're that much better, and when the coach can can't even bring himself to when he gives his BS answer to give it in a way that actually shows any any um, respect for the team. And I don't want to say that Joe is d- being disrespectful to the Hawks, but it's very obvious that. They're not worried about anything with the, that the Hawks are doing. It is a little bit of a concern that they're going to come out unfocused. So, hey, maybe maybe some of that disorganization is something that they can fight through and win Game Two. I honestly, what I think is going to happen is they're going to come out strong again. It's going to be kind of similar now, and Game Three is where maybe they the Hawks get their their. Their shots to fall and it's gonna be the five game, the gentleman sweep, let's say. And hey, congratulations to the Celtics for that. I think the Celtics front office might actually want that extra that extra game. Be like, hey guys, you know, let's just let's just do one more. Let's get one more gate out of this. You know, we gotta <laughs> we got some luxury taxes right. to pay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I like let's go hawks, right? <laughs>
1: Jalen might be real expensive very soon. Mike, yeah, man. Like Mike, Mike Zarin is having conversations. Guys,
0: what do you think? It. He's going to make all NBA? Yeah. Yeah. looks good. All right. Let's go Hawks. Let's get another game here. You know, we got going to get in a couple million towards JB's right. uh, contract right. fund.
1: Yeah, so. Towards the uh, the GoFund Jalen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I will say I do think that like it, it probably doesn't play to the Celtics favor that like That they that last game was kind of so easy that they had control of it. Like I I think it's very plausible. Like like you said, right? Like shooting variance happens. The Hawks very well might come out, make a few more shots, put a little bit more pressure on. It's just that like in this series, it just feels like if the Celtics feel pressure, they'll buckle down, and if they buckle down, it's a problem based on all the matchup stuff. So I I I don't think the game. I mean, like who knows? I don't think game two is going to be a blowout like game one was, but. Um, you know, I, I, but I still do think that, you know, if it's not a blowout, then it'll not, bad. Be, yeah, not a, not a bad thing. And it might become a blowout toward the end. I don't know. And I, man, we're trying. <sighs> we're trying, trying, man. We're we trying, trying man.
0: here. I, I'm we're, not even really trying. I'm not, I'm not trying. trying to be a jerk. Like I'm right. I'm, I'm, we're, we're not trying to be, you know, the, I'm not trying to disrespect the Hawks franchise. It's just, I'm no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. At all the matchup is what it is. Yeah. Right. And I like a lot of the players on the Hawks. I really do like a lot of the players in the Hawks. You said it the other day. I think everybody outside of Trey young, I think is, is somewhat likable. I just don't like Trey young uh, at all. Like, I just think he's, he's, uh, you know, annoying. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I, we're so we but we're so disrespectful to the Hawks. We can't even get a full podcast out on them up next. The, The the block charge thing. Which, hey, that's happened to Jason Tatum before. So there is a Celtic connection. We'll we'll talk about that in just a minute. First, let's talk about prize picks. Daily Fantasy, done right. Daily Fantasy, made easy. Because it's not you against the experts. It's not you against the dude with a bunch of machines who says, I'm going to make Daily Fantasy my job. No, you want to have fun. So, prize picks does projections. And projections on every sport that you can think of so many sports that it's impossible for you to know what you're talking about in all of the sports that they cover so all you need to know is the sport that you want it's there on prize picks you pick two to six players and if you get correct above or below the projection then you can get up to 25 times your money that's pretty good it's just you just the projections and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less so if you started by the time when i started talking You'll be done by the time I'm done talking. Safe, fast withdrawals. You want your money. When you win, you'll get it. You'll get it fast. Currently, operational is in over over 30 states and Canada. So, download the PrizePix app, go to prizepix.com, and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users, you get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code locked on. Whatever you deposit, between $1 and one hundred dollars Make that initial deposit count because prize picks will give you that same amount back. But you gotta use that promo code locked on. Promo code locked on at sign up gets you an instant deposit match of up to 100 dollars Sunday night in the NBA uh got uh, saw two stars injured Giannis Antetokounmpo and Tetacumpo ja and John Moran. Only only Giannis and Ja got hurt on bang bang block charge plays. Yep. No big deal, right? Uh, leading to a chorus of ban the charge. Now, earlier this season, like in the first game, I believe that it was the same kind of play on Jason Tatum. He had just talked about, oh, yeah, the left wrist is fine. I didn't need surgery, all that stuff. There's a bang-bang play. He falls. Now his left wrist and his left thumb is taped up for the entire rest of the season. This play happens. It's entirely possible this play is going to happen three times in, in the game. It's probably going to be when Marcus Smart tries to take the charge. This is something that happens. Yep. Online fans are saying, ban the charge. Not all fans, but a lot of them are. But what's funny is, I said, oh, let me ask some of these guys, actual NBA players, coach, see what they say. To a man, they're like, no, 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 you don't ban the charge. Like, that's a bang, bang play. And it's a, it's effective, first of all, if you can draw the charge. Second of all, that when you're jumping in the air, you're taking a risk. You know that when you jump in the air, that's something that can happen. So can't absolve the player of all the risks. So I don't know. Where do you fall on this, Tom?
1: I am going to read you a quote that perfectly uh, encapsulates where I fall on this. Um, Man, I don't know. Injuries are part of the game. I feel like we make rule changes every year to how the game should be refed and called and played, and I don't want to make too many changes. Man, this is basketball. People are going to get injured. People are going to take chances. When you jump in there, you take a chance. That's just the reality of the game. So I'd rather not see the game change, but we'll see. One, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Sign, like, word for word how I feel about this. Like, yeah. man, I don't know. I don't like seeing people get injured. I don't want to see anybody get injured. Mm-hmm. I also don't think, like I, what, we like, we can't change everything. Like, like right. the game's pretty good. Basketball, pretty good sport. Pretty good. Like, pretty this good, yeah. isn't, this isn't baseball where there's like a gaping problem, like, like, and they have to institute a pitch clock and all this stuff that they just have to like, <laughs> and, Right right right. and I like baseball. I'm not dumping on baseball here, but like basketball doesn't have anything like that. You know, basketball is like, this is, this is a, when you start talking about like changing up charges, it, it would change the way people play, it would change the way people play defense and the game is pretty good. Yeah. So I hear you. I hear what they're saying. And I really I, I hate seeing guys go down. That's not, you know, like that. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. But also, like, it's it's basketball. Like, it, it's sports. Like, you know, like, like what, what's like, are we going to ban poster dunks? Because, like, the, yeah. you're up in yeah. the air. You're going up against somebody else. You might land weird. Like, I just I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. Ban the charge to me feels like it's trying to change
0: too much about yeah. how the game actually works. And I don't want to do that. I think there's a middle ground. I mm. think I think the way to do it is keep most things the same, except that late slide in. First of all, you just got to determine at what point that, that becomes late, right? M- make sure you define that. Don't go all NFL and be ambiguous about the catch. Right define this and make it a flagrant one sure. like like the landing spot foul if you are going to try to slide in and you do it late then it's a flagrant one just like the landing spot and to me I
1: like that I like that. that
0: don't ban the charge I agree I love John Morant I love looking at those highlights but sometimes he takes off and you're like Whoa, like in mid jump, whoa, what is he doing? And he almost always finishes the play. But if you watch enough Memphis Grizzlies games, you're gonna be like wondering if John Morant's gonna kill himself at least once a game. Yeah. And that's that has to be that has to come with some risk. You can't just say, Oh, not only can you not touch the guy. Yeah. On the perimeter. Now when he turns the corner on you and as soon as he jumps, like once he's in the air, you cannot slide under him. That's obvious. Yeah. I might want to say after that first step, gather step one, you cannot slide under him. So you got to give him that extra step to take off. Now, if you're in position as he's taking that step and you want to take that charge, fine. But I think, I think they're, I don't know what the exact wording of the rule is, but I think it's like as he plants or somewhere in that range, you can slide under. I'd like to give that extra half step or a step and then just legislate it that way. But I don't want to take the charge out of the game. You can't just let guys fly and crash into people or, or roll through people without any consequence. Defenders have to have some rights there. Right. I Agree completely. I think like, so, so you the one way you
1: could say it is like okay so you, you have to beat the guy to the spot right and and like and that's basically kind of like half of it so if if you beat the guy to the spot and and, and you and like he avoids you and and kind of runs into your and sh- into your shoulder and 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 you go down and it's a blocking foul that can still be a blocking foul like if he you you know what I'm trying to say yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if if he got himself planted it's just he wasn't in the right spot yeah. that can still be a block but right. it's, it it's when he he maybe he maybe he got himself in front of you, but he was late. And like you said, he slid it's, under you. It's the late one. It's the late one. Those are the dangerous ones. Those can be flagrants. I, I'm yes. I'm cool with that. That makes a lot of sense for it's sure. It's when
0: the guy has no choice, right? It's it's not the hey, you know what? I'm taking off, and whoever's in my way is in my way. No, that is that can be an offensive foul. Yeah. It's the guy dribbles, guy plants, guy takes that step and he's he's clearly he's going up and somebody all of a sudden shows up in front of him well that when that's you dangerous. don't have time to do something else that's dangerous yeah i just want to take the danger out but if the guy has time to pass if the guy has time to reasonable time to like stop or avoid the contact then yeah then that can be that then that's on the offensive player i just I don't want it to just be like, I'm going to the rim, reckless abandon. And this applies to Jason Tatum, who who has been getting to the rim so much better this year. But you have to maintain some level of control. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to get hurt. and I don't want Jalen or Jason to get hurt because they're the most likely people to kind of get that kind of play. I also don't want Marcus Smart to get hurt or guys who, you know, sometimes you, you being the guy that slides underneath can, can injure you as well. So right. I just, it's it, the safety thing is a concern highlighted by those Sunday night games, but I don't want to overreact to the Sunday night games. So, right. But I, I don't think the NBA wants superstars missing games either in the playoffs. So I'm betting there'll be some response. Maybe, but also like the,
1: it's a weird thing, right? Like there have, how many times this season have the Grizzlies and the Bucks played on the same night and Giannis and Ja haven't gotten hurt on those nights. You know, it's like, right, right. right this this right. is a fluke thing. And I understand the optics of it. Like you said, I understand the optics of it. I understand that it's, it's, you know, the, 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 the first Sunday night of the NBA playoffs. Like yeah. that's a, that's a big deal. I understand that the optics of the first Sunday night of the NBA playoffs, not going very well. Those are tough. Like that that, you hate to see that, genuinely. No. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like it again, it's, it's a good game, right? It's a good sport. It's in a good place. You don't need to mess with it right now. It's, it's like there's, you know, there's, 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 it's not perfect. The NBA is not perfect, but it's good. And it's, uh, and there's, there's a lot of good players in it. And the way they play the game seems to entertain people. So (laughs) I think, I, I, I don't think they should be making a lot of really big time structural changes right now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page there. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for today's show. <laughs> you got to go make sure your shoes don't get chewed by your dog. Yeah, yeah. There's a new dog. If you're watching on YouTube and you're like, geez, John's looking off camera a lot. Well, the, he's he's settled now, which is great timing because it's the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, oh, yeah, now I know where exactly where he is. But I tell you what, didn't mean that there wasn't a shoelace in his mouth 20 minutes ago. <laughs> in that commercial break, but uh, hey, you got, you got a lot of shoes that I not have get chewed on. I <laughs> have a great many shoes that yes, if they did get chewed on, there might be intense sobbing <laughs> <laughs> there. There might be, I mean, I'm such an animal lover that I can't joke about anything else. Yeah, I yeah, would just, yeah, yeah. I would just cry and cry and cry. And resent. I'd resent just, the dog a lot. I'd resent just, the dog a lot. Just holding a light blue Concord and crying
1: uh, your eyes
0: out on her. Uh. Just the thought of it.
1: <laughs> I'm just sorry the thought you.
0: of it. You
1: might weep now. I'm sorry. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. All right, Tom. I'm getting moved now. All right. We'll <laughs> He's done. He's done. You joke about some dog eating my Concords. No. Blah. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. The dog is fine there's no there's no chewing he is is, he's there was some pen chewing that i had to stop in the second break so one break it was a a shoe and the second break it was a pen now it's nothing he's finally settled so just in time for me to be done with the podcast thank you for listening thank you for watching if you're not subscribed on one or both audio or video podcast go ahead and subscribe would love to get your feedback that you can do in the comment section on the YouTube page. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're feeling. Talk about the Celtics. Start a conversation. Be part of the conversation. And share the podcast. Tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team, every day.